This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash amp. Grab your coffee, grab your tea. Hi, it's Meredith. Anxiety makes me poop. Thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone that has bought the first book and who has bought the quotes book. Um, it's so fun to see everyone reading the ebook on the quotes because they are so funny. Um, they follow a lot of our Facebook and our Instagram quotes that are on there, and it's just amazing to see how many people are just um reading and the feedback and the first book has some amazing reviews and I just thank you so much. The third one's coming out uh, March 18th, I think. I think we're, we're getting close here. It's uh, it's Monday, February 26th, 2024. I cannot believe it. Um, but yeah, so I was going to record yesterday. I was going to do so much stuff yesterday and you know what? I didn't. I napped I spent some time watching a crime shows with my husband. We like to do that on Sunday nights, you know, just get our week ready and watch all the crime and hung out with my daughter for a while and uh, actually just got back from Florida too. hung out with my son last week. It was just absolutely beautiful. So, um, so yeah, so here we are. We're going to talk about something that I, um, most definitely went through for four years and I want to share it. It's, um, it's about working with a narcissist. Now, This person that I worked with definitely exhibited the traits of narcissism. I don't know if they truly are. So I'm just going to say that because that's not my place to say, but a lot of the traits followed suit of this. Okay. So I just want to let you know, and it's important to remember that not, not everyone who exhibits these traits is necessarily a narcissist. Individuals may display narcissistic behaviors to varying degrees, which is what I'm going to speak on um, and how I how I got through it, sort of, and how I'm actually going to be going back to it. So I'm getting myself mentally prepared for it. Um, so the story is I worked with this person for four years and it was very difficult for me because I am a very positive person. Um, I look at things with the silver lining and I try to work and, and I'm a yes person. And if you listen to the Clopin effect, you know, I'm a yes person and I try to keep everyone happy around me. Um, but it was to the point where I could no longer do that. I was completely burnt out and had to leave for a while. I went to another job for a few years that was absolutely beautiful. I'm so thankful for it. Everyone was professional. Everyone was wonderful. No one had any type of negative traits. Um, And now I actually have the opportunity to go back to the job that I'm putting in quotes, burned me out, but it actually was just the person because I absolutely love the job. I actually have loved all my jobs. I have been very fortunate Um, I haven't burned any bridges with anyone. And so when I was looking, um, the boss man wrote me and said, why don't you just come back here? And we had a 
fabulous conversation. Um, well, it was an interview for me, right, just to, to share what I could bring back to the team. And um, But it was also mentioned that, the you know, the person that burned me out is still there. And, you know, I said, no problem. I've completely changed and grown in these past three years, and I'm ready. You know, I'm ready to, I'm ready to handle it and um, do what I can. So this is where I'm at. Um, things are going to be changing in the next couple of weeks. I am really, really super excited, but um, I want to share this with everyone because I feel like quite a few of us, I actually Googled it, of course, you know, or TikToked it or looked it up on Facebook. And a lot of people go through this. They go through someone just, you know, it's not the job that they hate or dislike or that's burning them out. It might be one or two people. And so I just want to share that because here I am um, going through it and I went through it and I actually seeked counseling for it. Um, because again, if you read my first book, I mentioned how I just felt like, you know, I was stuck at that job and I didn't know what to do and it was stressing me out and I wasn't sleeping and I was aging and I was, you know, panicking because I might've been too old to find a job and the resume wasn't updated. And I just went through this whole thing and the therapist was like, what is your deal? Like, let's get this, you know, Let's get your confidence up and then let's get you another job, which is what we did. Um, so stepping away from it and looking back, my mom always says hindsight's twenty twenty, right? I looked back and said, okay, here is what I could have done because a narcissist does not change. They don't. I mean, it is, I mean, I do actually follow someone on TikTok that it knows he is a narcissist and he's trying to change, but he can answer all the questions and he still does things that a narcissist would do and then has to you know, go back and say, I'm sorry, I realized that was my, my trait and, you know, this kind of stuff. So it's very interesting to watch that kind of stuff and to learn about it. I am not a professional on it. So go seek someone like I did. If you're having issues with someone that may fall under this narcissistic trait um, or category. Okay. I am not one to say that someone is. So I just want to say that. Um, please don't take this as like, oh, yep, this person that I work with is definitely this because Meredith said it. No, no, no. Go seek someone professional that specializes in it. This is just me, my personal experience. As always, every single episode is our own experiences and how we got through it. So I just want to put that out there, right? Always a disclaimer. So if you're constantly observing a pattern of these behaviors in someone that you work with, it could be indicative of a narcissistic tendency or behavior. Um, and Dealing with someone like this is very challenging. It is very challenging. If you haven't, I'm so happy for you, um, because it is it it's 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 a kind of mind blowing. Like picture the emoji with the mind blowing. You know, it's just like where are you coming from and why are you doing this to me and and you can't get out of it. It like it just they just wrap you in this like strange. Um, I don't even know how to describe it. It's very, very stressful. It's very stressful. Um, and what you have to do is you have to set boundaries. Towards the end, when I was working with this person, I had to set boundaries. I stopped answering my phone. I stopped answering text messages. I started putting the boss on every single email so that he could see that I was doing my job and that this person was not taking the credit for anything that I was doing because this person wasn't doing anything but saying that they were. And I communicated assertively, like, no, this is what I need, and that's that. Like, anything else beyond that is, is we're not going to speak about it. You know, and then, I, of course, then I, I um, did seek support. I actually had to go outside of work because um, HR was just there to protect the company. As you know, if you listen to the Clopin Effect, they're only ever there to protect the company. I did have a phone call with HR. A couple other people had some phone calls with HR, but um, uh, there was... 
uh, uh, to my knowledge, there was nothing done. I don't know, though, on the other side. They don't have to follow up with you, so I have no idea. Um, and then I also um, seek support from the uh, the boss, who did change a few things, which was nice, but I still just had to step away for a while. So um, this, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a couple things, um, and then I'm going to share like some stories with it, too. So when they exaggerate self importance, like the sense of self-importance. They have this inflated sense of their own importance and may constantly seek admiration and validation from others. So it happened. Um, immediately when I met this person, they said, well, you have very big shoes to fill because my year has been phenomenal. So good luck to you. Immediately I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of strange to say when you first meet someone, right? So if you've heard that, that is someone that needs to, you know, they have this sense of self-importance. And actually, I ended up going above and beyond them, which I think probably pissed them off, right? Um, it was just because I just have a, a different personality, that's all. Um, they lack empathy. They will show very little empathy or concern for the feelings and needs of others, and they dismiss or belittle you. The big one on here was that, that this person belittled me all the time. Well, you know, you're not going to be able to get through to that person because you know, we're good friends is what they would say. You know, it's like, what? And, you know, I would just see the person at the store and, you know, talk to them and have a nice conversation. Okay, this is next steps and stuff, but I would still be dismissed and belittled about that kind of stuff, which is so hard. So lack of empathy from this person. Uh, Manipulative behavior. Um, That's a tough one. So they can manipulate situations and people to serve their own interests. And that happened a lot. It happened a lot. Uh, they would use like charm and flattery and then, you know, say, oh, well, you know, I know that you're the only one that can really do this. It was just because they didn't want to do it. So then I ended up, which again, got burnt out because then I was doing my job, their job, they were taking the credit and this is why they had this great year and all this kind of stuff. So, so definitely watch for that. Um, in my situation, it would be a very strong charming and flattery, uh, flattering, like, um, oh my gosh, you just, you just know how to talk to that person. I'm going to give that to you. It was because they couldn't handle that person or maybe that person didn't like them. And so then I would go and speak to that person in the business, you know, we'll have like a business lunch or something and, you know, would agree to it, but then they would get the credit because it was on their, um, side, you know, we had different, uh, I don't want to say too much information, but we had, you know, different um, categories that we all worked in. And then, you know, I would get the sale, but then she would get the credit. So um, sense of entitlement uh, is huge. Um, So they believe that they're entitled to special treatment and privileges. This is, this is huge. This was another big one. Um, And they become angry or resentful when they don't receive that attention or recognition. Uh, We've had that happen a couple of times where this person has hung up the phone on me because I did not give the attention or um, the recognition that they thought they deserved. You know, they would say, oh, well, I'm running around doing this, this, and this. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And hated it. Would hang up the phone on me. Like, no, no. Like, like they were the only ones working that hard, you know, that hard that day. And didn't believe that someone else could work as hard as them. And I, I just didn't fall for it. And it really, really made them angry. So watch out for that too, sense of entitlement. Um, difficulty handling criticism. Now, this one I didn't touch on too much. Because I didn't speak too much to this person unless it was about business. So it was never how they could do their job better or what I thought they could do because I didn't, I knew in the situation that it wouldn't have been 
um, handled right. They just have a difficulty handling criticism. And so I stayed far away from it. But if you do find yourself in the situation where you have a well-intended, um, positive, you know me, I always say positive every time, uh, criticism towards them of maybe maybe you see something that could be done easier, right? Like they are just having a meltdown, which is a, you know, they know that that's a form of weakness, but they're having a meltdown. And this is a true story. And I was about to say, you know, because I'm looking from the outside saying, well, if you just did this, this, and this, it would be easier. But I knew it wouldn't go over well. And I knew that all the credit would be on them and that they figured it out and stuff. So I just stepped away. So, but if you do find yourself doing a well-intended criticism and they don't take it, don't take offense. They just won't. They just won't. They may actually, they, they may end up doing like what you say, but they'll take the credit for it or say, well, I figured it out. You know, no one else helped me. So just so you know, just get ready for that. Um, another one is taking credit for others' achievements, which I've kind of mentioned now throughout this. So they take credit for the accomplishments of others or downplay the contributions of others. That was my big one. It was my contributions and my efforts and my achievements were always downplayed. You know, it would, I mean, literally this person would say, oh, well, yeah, I did that a couple years ago. So you're just repeating, you're, you're repeating history. Okay, fine. You know, it's like you just, you have to expect that nothing is going to be an achievement to what you did in their eyes. You know, it's just not, it's just not going to happen. Um, and because they have to maintain their own sense of um, superiority. So just know that you probably will never hear anything uh, from them about achievements. You'll hear theirs. Oh, you'll hear theirs. And a lot of them. <laughs> you'll hear how, you know, you have to big shoes to fill and how wonderful they did and how great they're coming off of their year and all this kind of stuff. And you're never going to hear anything. And so, you know, Understanding that you're working with someone that has these narcissistic tendencies, don't worry about hearing any of your own achievements through them because they're not going to see it. You know, they're just, they're not going to give you any credit whatsoever. So just don't expect it. You'll get it from other people. You know, don't worry. Your, your boss will notice that you're doing everything and, you know, stuff like that. So don't worry about getting any type of um, uh, credit from this person. So the next one is difficulty maintaining relationships. Um, uh, this one I'm not sure about because you hear how great the relationships are. You don't see them, or at least in my, you know, in my experience, um, I didn't see them. I always heard about how wonderful the relationships were and they'll just do a quick text or call to this person. And I really don't know if the calls or the text messages or the relationships were there. Somehow we would get an answer, but I don't know if it was that person's answer on their own or if they really did reach out to someone in the professional relationship. So again, this is just professional, not personal. Um, they have difficulty maintaining long-term healthy relationships due to their self-centeredness, um, lack of empathy, and a manipulative behavior. So that's why there's difficulty maintaining relationships. Um, super great example is why I got burned out and had to leave for a while. So um, again, I I, my example is that I always heard of how wonderful the relationships were, but I never saw them. Again, I did get answers. Again, don't know if they were from the relationship. So just watch for that. Um, if you're not seeing it, you know, seeing is believing in a professional. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but for me it was. Boundary violations. This one's good. This one's really good. We're going to, we're going to, um, this will be the last one. There are a lot more that you could look up like grandiose CD and, um, pattern of exploitive behavior. So please look that up. If you feel that you are, um, experiencing that, please talk to someone. 
Um, this big one, this one is a big one for me, boundary violations. Uh, they disregard personal boundaries. They invade the privacy or personal space of others without hesitation. Um, big one. So for me, we have certain hours set and I would get emails, text messages, phone calls one to two hours before my workday would start, one to two to three to four to five hours after my workday would end. And even if I asked this person to email me, text message me, call me in between my work hours, that was always violated. It, it was always outside of the hours, always. And it would say, well, I'm thinking about it now. Or they would say, well, you go ahead and do that and follow up with that person. And then, you know, I'll follow up too. But then they wouldn't send anything back until the next day in between their work hours. So be careful of that. Set your boundaries on that one. And we're going to talk about that. So again, it's important to remember that not everyone who exhibits these traits are necessarily narcissists. This this is my individual experience. Um, narcissists can have varying degrees. So just know that, you know, don't go look at your coworker right now after listening to this and being like, oh, yep, you're such a narcissist. Don't do that. <laughs> this is just my experience, okay? Um, but let's talk about how dealing with a coworker that might have these traits can be very challenging and how you can, you know, I'm going to share some strategies with you and what I did. Again, please reach out to someone if it's really like I did, if it's really just, I mean, I could not sleep. I had difficulty eating. I had stomach aches all the time. Um, my mind would not stop because I was going through the conversations in my head of how I could improve it, but you can't with them because they with their trait is one step ahead of you or, or will completely change the subject. And then you're like, wait, no, we're not getting to the point of what we need. So let's get through some of them. So a couple times I lost it. I did not maintain my professionalism and all it does is feed the fire. So keep your interactions with this person strictly professional, only focus on work. Because they will bring up personal things. Well, remember when you were off two years ago because your son, blah, blah, blah. They remember that kind of stuff. It's wild. And then it all it does is make you feel bad because, number one, you're remembering why you took the day off and what was missed. Remember when I couldn't get a hold of you last year because you were off, um, you know, doing something at grandma's funeral? Keep your interactions with, the, with this coworker strictly professional. Focus on work-related matters. Avoid engaging in personal conversations or gossip. Gossip was the big one. And I absolutely learned that you don't have to gossip. Um, for these last three years that I've been at this very professional work environment, there is no gossip. It's just about facts. It's just about facts. Set your boundaries. Set your boundaries. If you have to shut your phone down, to, you know, to show this person that you are not going to answer anything outside of work hours, do it. Establish clear boundaries to protect yourself from manipulation by this narcissist or the trait of this coworker. Be firm in communicating your limits and ex expectations regarding interactions and work responsibilities. Just do it. Um, I had to the last year. It bothered this person, so it did almost escalate their traits. And that's scary. Always stay calm and confident. You know who you are. You know you're a calm professional. You know you're confident. 
And they often thrive on provoking emotional reactions from others. So don't allow that to happen. Sometimes it's hard. But maintain a calm and composed demeanor when dealing with them. Exude confidence in your abilities and your decisions. Don't second guess yourself because they will jump right in. They will jump right in if you second guess yourself. So don't do it. You know your decision. And even if it's going to, you know, even if it's the wrong decision, like, you know, you're thinking through something and you say, yeah, we're going to do this, this, and this, and it's the wrong decision. Don't worry. Change your decision then later if you realize that it was the wrong one. Don't worry about what they say. Because I did that a couple times. And, you know, I heard the, uh, oh, I told you, which actually they didn't tell me. But stay calm and stay confident. You are in the role that you're in because you're fabulous at it and your boss sees it and that's all that matters. Now, if your boss is the narcissist, Again, that's a whole nother episode. See, I didn't have a boss that was a narcissist. I had a boss that protected the narcissist and the narcissistic trades, but eventually did change some of the things that we did with the team, which was very, very helpful. Document interactions. Uh, Keep a record of interactions, especially those that involve inappropriate behavior or conflicts with the narcissistic coworker. Documenting incidents can provide evidence. So I always say, write it down in an email, write it to yourself if you want, before you send it to HR or to someone that's going to help you with it. Date, time, facts only. Don't put your feelings in there. Don't put their feelings in there. Facts only. They want date, time, facts. Provide the evidence if you need to escalate the issue to management or HR. Email yourself. I have a friend that emails herself. Date, time, this is the incident. And she emails herself. And then when she's ready, she's going to put all of those together and send it off to someone that will listen. Avoid the power struggles. Big one, big one, because I am a very strong female. I'm a very, very strong-minded female. And it was hard for me to avoid the power struggles. Um, Narcissists often seek to assert dominance and control in workplace dynamics. And... I had a hard time refraining from engaging in power struggles or arguments with them. And that also burnt me out. So I have to learn to just focus on the work, focus on the facts, and avoid the power struggles. You can listen to them. Ah, what I learned, oh my gosh, I believe it's a doctor on TikTok. If, If she's a doctor, I'm not even sure. But she showed different ways of avoiding the power struggles. Like if, if, for me, right? I'll just say like, if I say something and say, this is what I'd like to do. And the person said, well, no, we're going to do it this way. If you're the team lead, you still do it your way because you are confident and you know that this is going to help the team. You know, you could tell them, all right, I'll take that into consideration, but you do not have to do what they're, what they're offering because it may not be the right way. I mean, your, your way might not be the right way either, but that's how you learn. But if you have you know, if, if you have done the research and you know that this might be the best and then they come in and say, well, no, we're going to do it this way just because they, they want to do it their way, you know, still try and do it your way. And then if you have to change it, you have to change it. It's totally fine, but just avoid, avoid the struggles. So again, seek support, find support from trusted colleagues, friends, or mentors, but do not use it as gossip session. I did that. I'm guilty. I would just call and be like, and I, you know, why, 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 what, you know, and would never, it would, it was an emotional gossip session instead of just keeping it, you know, facts. So if you're going to have that support network, make sure that they help you navigate the challenging situations. You have their support and you just stick to the facts only because, oh, again, that will burn you out. Uh, please, please, please focus on self-care. Dealing with a coworker with narcissistic traits can be 
very emotionally draining. So you have to prioritize, excuse me, you have to prioritize self-care activities, exercise, hobbies, eating good, whatever it is that you do. Spending time with loved ones is another one. I loved coming home to my family. And you know, can I mention one thing? I think I burned out my family too, because I would come home and just ugh, talk about everything this person did. And it really, you know, uh, the biggest advice that I ever got from a friend was, you can share what you're going through with your family and your children and, you know, your loved ones and your friends, but then also show them how strong you are. And it took me a few years, but I'm on that path. Like I can speak about this person and say, I can't believe that's what's happening, but here's how we're going to make it better. And you show your family, your loved ones, your friends, your children, that you're stronger that, that, than that person, and that's how you're going to get through it. So if you didn't hardly listen to anything else <laughs> that I said on this 30-minute episode, it's this. You can use people to share your feelings and tell them how your day was, but then also share with them your strengths and how you're going to get through it. Because we are strong, we are resilient, and we're all here to do our best. And so don't let one person or two people with these narcissistic traits get to you. Don't do it. Because you are amazing. You know what you're doing. You're in the role for a reason. And you can achieve everything that you set your mind to. So don't let someone break you down. Don't do it. All right. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Take care, everybody.